Hey, everybody, Jeff Mason with Simple Biz 360 Podcast. We're coming to you from our basement. It's the second remote episode. This is episode 31. We're so pumped up to, to have you join us today, and we're going to jump right into this. We hope you're doing okay with this uh, crazy COVID-19 and pandemic situation. It's almost two months now. We've been uh, all sheltering in place. Any rate, there's 33 million people that are, that are jobless, and the re-entry into the marketplace is going to be pretty ferocious. So what we did is we put together an eight-minute drill section uh, on resume tips. I'm not the end-all for resume tips, but I've got some, uh, some good pointers here that we can run through. I'm going to do it in a PowerPoint. Bear with me as I set it up, but this PowerPoint will allow you, as you share this video with people who need to see it or who want to see it, they can take screenshots and you know, pause the video and, and stay right there um, on, on part of the, on part of the uh, uh, PowerPoint. So we're going to go right into this, and we are going to share this baby. All right. Here we go. You ready? Eight-minute drill. Resume tips. All right. What's the goal? Preparing and writing a quality resume. That's really uh, what you want to do. Uh, that's the whole art of this deal. So we're talking about that mission critical. The resume is to get you the interview, right? Now, who am I and why do you even listen to me on this? I've spent about three years in recruiting, hired about 65 uh, young folks from the college level, uh, put together and developed a whole program. Um, and, and worked with some of my teammates to, to execute it. Uh, we've combed through thousands of resumes a year, learned a lot about what I liked in a resume, what I didn't, what our team liked, and what they didn't. And then we went through a, a unique uh, interviewing uh, question called application example interviewing, which we'll get into in episode 32. But here's my creds. You can just you know take a look at it and make sure you're okay with that. So uh, what are we trying to do here? You know, Resume filters, avoid the wastebasket. That's really what your whole goal is here. How do you do it? You design resumes with simplicity and strength. Simplicity is going to be really key. Now, hiring algorithms. Uh, these differ for each company. Design resumes with simplicity and strength. Strength is going to help you to combat these algorithms. For instance, when I was interviewing people, we were always trying to hire salespeople. So we had a 70% will and 30% skill formula. And we went through a question and answer of uh, about um, uh, 60 questions over three interviews that allowed us to see what the will factor was. And if we realized they met that 70% will, then we could offer them a job because we could always teach them the 30% skill. So you never know what the algorithms are. So since you never really know, you never really know what someone's expecting when they see your resume, you want to keep it with strong words, simplicity. Okay. Under 10 years, I suggest one page, period, paragraph. My filter, when we got thousands of resumes, I was getting them from college seniors. If it was more than one page, it went in the wastebasket. Could have been a great individual. That's just how we filter. So that's what I would recommend. If you're 10 years or more in the market, I would say a two-page maximum. Over two pages, you're not showing that possible employer. You're able to um, basically summarize things for them. Who are you writing this for? You are writing this for the recipient. Step into their shoes. Go into this person's shoes and, and think about who it is that's going to end up considering your application and your resume. That's who you're writing this for. Layout direction. We read left to right. I would suggest 
just keep it a balanced left to right direction. That's uh, some people don't, some people go up and down, they center things. I mean, I, I don't, you know, if there's no right answer, I would just suggest that. Uh, eye friendly fonts. You want to Google some of this. I don't have the right answer here. I don't. When I wrote my book, I jockeyed through a bunch of different fonts. I really didn't know which one was the right one. I don't have the right answer for you and your style, but make it a simple font that's easily readable. It has to be easy on the eye. It really does. Your cover letter, it's your resume buddy system. Your cover letter is going to set things up. You really have to write a cover letter per resume. You do. What's the purpose of the cover letter? Purpose is to set value expectations of the resume. You're basically telling the reader, hey, here's what you're going to find in the next page or the next two pages. This is going to be your setup and it's going to be your claims and then your resume is going to basically back up your claims. Bullet points. Why do I suggest bullet points? It shows your ability to summarize. Going to tell you a quick story. Friend of mine, two years ahead of me in college, graduated, got together with him, said, hey, Brett, what, you know, what's it like out there in the business world? And he goes, here's what it's like, Jeff. I'm an auditor. I did a 41-page audit, gave it to the CEO. CEO said, call this down to seven pages. Now I had to take 41 pages and put it to seven. And then the management team there said, no, nope, we're going to take this into a board of directors meeting. This has to be called down to one page. 41 pages to one page. You need to show these future employers, if you're trying to get the interview, you've got the ability to summarize. So use bullet points. We'll help you get there. Avoid echoes. I learned this when I wrote my book. Echoes are just reusing the same word over and over and over. And it was amazing how I violated this so often. My editor, Leanna Groves, was an angel in telling me how to avoid this and how you should avoid it too in a resume. Don't use the same word over and over. Like, for instance, in a book, customer, in a paragraph, I could have used it four times. Well, I had to change it up and find different uh, ways to describe a customer. Strong words. Use strong words. Action, verbs, past tense, just a couple of them, initiated, engineered, developed, created. Those are great examples, but you want to you make them strong. And uh, again, you can Google this, find some, a lot of articles on word strength. Lazy words. Yeah, like this kitty, right? We don't want to use lazy words. Oh, it's great. Yeah, just really stuff. Yeah, I got totally... They're weak words. I mean, we use them in everyday language like nothing, but on paper, having someone digest what you're trying to get across, knowing you're mission critical is that guy in the seat. You want that interview. Stay away from these lazy words. Revise and revise, con review and revise content for direct impact. What do I mean? Go back over what you wrote and look at it and make sure that you review everything and you've got to go into a revision mode. There are plenty of revision opportunities. And then you have to do it again and again and again. Seriously, you can't do it enough times to get every single word to have the impact you want it to have. And so that that person reading it gets the flavor of what you're trying to communicate. Feedback. Hand it to other people. Ask these other people to put their eyes on it and, refine, re, and find revision opportunities. You have no idea how many things will jump off the page at them. And you've looked at it 100 times and you can't see it. Pass it on to people you trust. Let them see it. Don't forget, 33 million people. 
you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be going up against 250 applicants, 500 applicants for some of these jobs. It's gonna be crazy. Data and numbers. Double check. You know how many times email addresses could be one letter off, just one letter, a phone number, one number off. Check your data. Check your figures that you put in there. Make sure your years are right. Make sure your timelines add up. Make sure you're not overlapping timelines. Check it for accuracy. Again, that person's going to look at your resume and what might jump off the page to them or pages are your mistakes. You want to, you want to get rid of them. Save word files for future use. Uh, there are a lot of times I've done this. I'm sure you have too, where we do something and we forget to save it or we do it. We send it off. and We go, oh my gosh, I can't believe I didn't save the third revision of that. What did I do? I forget. Just keep saving these word files so that when you need to go back to them, even months from now or years from now, you can just easily go back and revise it. Just a time saver. Um, hitch your cover letter in front of your resume. So in Word, if you're using Word documents, put your resume in front as the piece of paper that goes in front of the resume and just make sure that what you're delivering to the person is a one page uh, or a one you know, file document if you're going to email it. Adapt the cover letter and the resume objective for the best fit opportunity per job opportunity. So Seriously, if you're going for a certain type of job in one uh, resume response and the next resume response is a little bit different, tailor your cover letter to meet those differences. Tailor your objective in your resume to meet those differences. Don't take the lazy way out and just pump this thing out. Modify it. Make sure every word counts, every opportunity counts. Uh, going that extra mile will, 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 you know, may get you that seat in the chair in the interview room. That's what you're trying to do. And then put that cover letter, hitch it up to the resume and create a PDF package so that when you email it, it's not two pieces of paper. It's not a cover letter in the email. It's, it's if the person opens up your PDF, the cover letter is the first thing they see, the resume is the second. I can't tell you how many orders I've submitted to companies over my career electronically and there's instructions in the email and nothing ever gets done because they just printed the order, no one reads the instructions, no one's gonna read your, um, your email cover letter. So make sure your cover letter is attached. All right, so we have a product called New Job Assistance Bundle. It's a $99 product. It, it's, got a, it's packed with stuff. We're gonna give a pandemic price, I hate to use the word pandemic in it, but you know, it's, it's because of the condition we're in. We're going to make this $20 through May 31st of 2021. 20 bucks, you're going to get all kinds of good stuff. Go on my website, you will see what's offered in NJAB. Uh, but you're going to get, and one of the things you're really going to love in that is the 65 practice interview questions. So it's $20. It's called NJAB. NJAB 2 is a $30 program, and that includes the book. So you're going to get the new job assistance bundle, which is an electronic package emailed over to you. And the book, um, the book I'll ship to you at no cost so that you're really paying $10 for the book instead of $18.95 at a regular price. Right? You get a phone consultation with NJAB2 or NJAB. So you get a 15-minute phone consultation with me. It'll probably end up being more. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I tend to engage with my customers very, um, 
you know, warmly and, and it's probably going to end up being more than 15 minutes. So you probably get a little bit more of your, uh, your money's worth out of that, but you do get the phone consultation. So uh, please share this. I really, really ask you to share this. And I am so excited now to let you know that uh, we have an affiliate program. We have some companies that have latched uh, on to us and partnered with us. And Vistaprint and GoDaddy are two of them. Uh, I run right now four GoDaddy websites right now today. SimpleBiz360.com is a GoDaddy website. I love them. They've never failed me. I've always got great service. Same with Vistaprint. I get everything from all my printed materials from Vistaprint just about. So we're so happy to have them along. If you want anything from them, I would love you to go to my affiliates page. Here's the uh, website um, link, Snug Pack. It is a camping store. The folks at NPR who do Snug Pack, they, they manage the Snug Pack Amazon store. So if you just go to Amazon, you can get the direct, the direct link on my affiliate webpage. But, you know, so many of us now are going to camp for our vacations rather than do other stuff. It's a world of camping. Workboots.com. It's where any worker, you want to buy clothing, you want to buy shoes, boots, socks, all kinds. PPE, protective eyewear, Bole eyewear out of France. Oh my gosh. No, you know, no, non-fog eyewear. Oh, you're going to have a blast on, on workboots.com. Great site. Again, you'll get some special discounts if you go on uh, my affiliate link. My lovely wife, Monica, if you're looking to uh, travel down a wellness path, she does Young Living Essential Oil. She's a distributor, so she doesn't work for the company, but she's a distributor for the company, and she will walk you through it. $165 for the premium starter kit. Great way to start your family off with oils. You'll love them. Fusion Gates, what's that? Child, uh, it's child and dog gates that have interchangeable panels. We've had Donna on the show. Great program there. Great way to spruce up the interior of your house and, and make the, the whole, you know, remote working at home just feel a little more comfortable. TommyCopper.com. The, um, the link you want to go to is TommyCopper.com slash SimpleBiz. Yeah, you'll get a special promo there. The folks are great over there. Saul Jacobs, thank you so much. Really appreciate uh, all your help over there. Mike Phillips, uh, you guys are great. So we want to say thank you. And uh, we're going to turn this off and just shift back to the camera real quick. Um, and uh, we will catch you on the camera side. Here we go. So thanks for tuning in today. Um, listen, I don't have all the answers. I really don't. Uh, I've never had anybody say my resume was great, but I wrote a resume for my daughter and I wrote one for my wife. And one of the CEOs that watches this show and listens to it every week told me, he said, Jeff, that was the best resume I've ever gotten. And, and, you know, I wrote it for my daughter and my wife worked for somebody that the, the woman I met her in church a couple of, uh, a couple months ago. And she said, Oh my gosh, we still talk about your wife's resume to this day. Really? I mean, it's left that much of an impression. So I don't know, hopefully it can help. I don't have all the answers. Go seek out some other help if you'd like to, but please share this video, please, please, please. It's designed to help those who have to get back into the workforce. Lost in the shuffle track for the day. We're sticking with Jersey bands and boy, oh boy, Asbury Park had it going on in the 70s. So Southside Johnny, 
Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes. Man, they did a tune in uh, 1976 on their first album, You Mean So Much to Me. And we're going to give you the link. We're going to give you the link to the, uh, the version that is with Ronnie Spector. It's a live version. Now, this song was written by Bruce Springsteen. And you're going to hear the horn section here. Man, the Miami horns floated in between Springsteen and Southside. And that whole Jersey sound was just awesome. So enjoy it. Keep the shiny side up. Be safe out there if you are driving. Hold on to your sand. Hold on to your family. Love your family through this. Get closer with them. I know it's tough. 60 days into this whole thing. Uh, hang in there. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what else to say. I hope this helps. And we'll see you next week for episode 32. Thanks so much.